Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. In the Old Testament, remember how God said, let them make me a place according to the pattern that I give on the mountain. We can go there in Exodus if you want to read it. But in other words, what God was saying is when you get alone with me, I will give you the pattern for your life. And in that pattern, see to it that you make your life according to that pattern. I cannot be you. You cannot be me. Nobody can be Lucy, nobody can be Rod, nobody can be Abby. They're who they are. Nobody can be you. Thank God. Whoa. Turn to somebody again and say, thank God I'm not you. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) So, and turn to the person and say, I'm God's child. God's child. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm a gift. I'm chosen. I'm handpicked to do what I'm called to do. And you can say that to yourself. You can say that to the mirror. You can say it to the person sitting next to you. God gives us clear directions and instructions what to do with our gift in our life. And it's not that sometimes I don't, I'm not saying I don't agree with you, PD. I'm saying sometimes it seems a bit vague. It seems like there's a big cloud over everything. But that's why we learn to pray. That's why we learn to come to the place where we pray, where we give thanks, where we worship, where we give him our lives. So I have a word for you for this month. It's blessing. And although we are a blessing, we've hardly scratched the surface Come on, we've hardly scratched the surface of where God wants us to go and be and who we are in life. Some of you know that about a year ago he gave me a dream about somebody in this dream trying to give me 800 million. I couldn't even think 80 million or 8 million. 800 million seemed unbelievable. So my first thought is, I'll come into church, I'll just make everybody a millionaire. That'll that'll change it. Because I felt like I was hitting this poverty mentality. I'm not having a go at you. I'm just saying it was here. When we first came into this church, there were about 60 people, and they were all kind of shriveled up and defeated and hanging on to the old, oh, the old way worked. You know, and we were kind of like, huh? This is what the word says. The word says you are to be a blessing. Why don't you turn with me to uh, Proverbs? No, Psalms. Well, turn to me. The Bible has been so good lately. It's been so good. Turn with me first to Proverbs 9.10. Because Rod's been teaching on the reverential fear of the Lord. And Proverbs 9.10 says, The reverent fear of the Lord is the beginning and the chief and the choice part of wisdom. Come on, we need to just shift. We need to just shift right now. Just shift. Just shift your thinking. Just say, I have to have wisdom every day. And the only place I get wisdom, real wisdom, is from God's word. The reverent fear of the Lord is the beginning, the chief and choice part of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is insight and understanding. Just let the word just settle on you for a minute. Okay. Okay. 
So, I say good morning, family of God, because we are a family. We are a gifted family, a chosen family. Every one of us in here has a life assignment. Okay? I know my life assignment is to pull out and see fall down the wall around the music business. I know that. I don't need anyone to tell me. I know what I'm called to do. I know the calling of a psalmist and a teacher may not be as we have understood it before, but God is planning to get this nation. And he's planning to use every one of us to shift this nation into a whole new place. He is. So we had to learn some basics about the reverential fear of God, but now we have to learn a little bit more. We have to learn a bit more about his blessing. When the Lord instructed me to ask uh, Graham Cook to come to Chosen a couple of years ago, his messages brought literally the goodness of God. Until you can think and expect the goodness of God and to be a blessing, it's quite hard. So I was asking the Lord, okay, this is great. We're learning about the reverential fear of the Lord. Now, what do you want us to do this month? Last month, it was about faith, and we've now got greater faith, hopefully persistent faith, that I'm going to reverence God in what I do. And you may have had a lot of darkness come against you. You may have messed up a hundred times. Never mind. The mercy of God is fresh every morning. And he's helping us move into this new level. Okay. So the Lord kept impressing upon me Proverbs ten twenty two. It says, the blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. Neither does toiling increase it. So I was thinking, you know, I know that scripture, the blessing of the Lord makes rich, neither does toiling increase it. And the Lord said, yeah, but you're toiling. I said, where am I toiling? I mean, I spent the most part of my life, 30 years, getting up very early in the morning, staying up late, writing a book about what life was like around Norfolk or around the Beatles or around the Rolling Stones and what it was like in heaven and what it was like in hell, and giving people the opportunity to choose what sounds they listen to. In other words, what you hear, because there's a lot of voices that go on. But we need the Holy Spirit. So the other day I was sitting in the kitchen, I was just sitting and sitting and reading the Word, and I was thinking to myself, I don't really know... I don't really know what to teach you about the blessing. This word is so good. I think I'm just going to carry on enjoying it. So I was going back and forth. I was in the word and God was speaking to me and talking to me about different things to pray for. And it was good. The blessing of the Lord was good. The blessing is in the word. The word is a blessing. It will always bless you. If you're ever confused, you're ever wondering what to do next, you look in the word. You you take some time out. You just get alone with him. You don't try to be something you think you are. And then the Lord reminded me of Jeremiah 29. My plans for you are for good. And when Rod was in the hospital and I used to be at home praying and I'd wonder how to pray and there'd be so much darkness coming against my mind, the Lord would keep saying, reminding me of Jeremiah 29, 11. My plans for you are for good. You have a good end. I have a good end for you. And I would think, well, what is good about him being in hospital right now? 
What kind of a husband can help me when he's laying in a hospital bed? What's good about that? How can he help the church? How can he teach you? He has a gift. He has honed and worked and worked and worked on, and I've watched him, and we've seen the sacrifice of it, and we're seeing the blessing of it. But, you know, what am I saying? I'm saying you better fight for the good in your life because it's a bit of a warfare. Nobody told me I was uh, Jean and Gosha went with me the other night, went to Betty King's prophetic prayer school. And I said, you know, nobody told me when I signed up to be a Christian that I was going to be entering a war. Kai, nobody, nobody said, welcome to the war. <laughs> People said, oh gosh, you're, you've gone from a sinner to a saint. I was like, have I? Okay. You know, and I just loved the word. And then the Lord, uh, two weeks into becoming born again and making the commitment to become born again, I was taken up out of my body to heaven and I let my spirit go. I went with it. You know, it's stupid to fight. Some of you are fighting what God's trying to do in your life. You fight it because of your ego or your pride or your flesh. You just fight it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let God work the work that he wants to work in you. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. It has no sorrow. No sorrow. So I went up and I went to heaven and it was great. And I was thinking about it the other day when I was sitting in the kitchen reading the word. And I was thinking about how Moses in Exodus, and I was reading it this morning, he said, I've got to see your glory. And the Lord said, I'll let my goodness pass before you. There's a glory in the goodness are synonymous. So you say, I want more in my life. I want more songs. I want, I want to be my future self. You know, and the other day we were talking in the office about a publishing company because I was turned down by about seven American publishers and I was getting a bit frustrated and I went a bit down. And when I went down, I kind of got sick over Christmas. And I had prided myself how good I'd done because I'd gotten through the colds and the flus and the sore throats and bang, that'll teach you. So I began to seek God afresh on a whole new level, like I didn't know anything. And he kept saying, the blessing of the Lord makes rich. And I thought, you didn't have me my whole life write this. What's this about, this story? What's my gift? I'm a gift to this body. I'm a gift in this nation. What's it about? I'm not interested in knocking on doors. I don't have an anointing to go to prisons. I've tried that. I don't have an anointing to walk on the streets. I've tried that. You know what I have an anointing for? To carry the presence of God through the music business and to pray. And I know there's a strength there. And I know that this church is called to rise up, rise up, rise up above your circumstances and be blessed and be prosperous and be a blessing to people, not to be fearful, not to be competitive, not to try to be better than someone else. Just know that you are called and handpicked by God to make a difference, to usher in this sound. I don't know. We don't all know what it is. It's all like a big jigsaw puzzle, and we each get given a part to pray, to teach, to take care of, to pioneer, to be an apostle, whatever it is, to pastor, to care about other people. You say, I don't know what you're talking about. Fine, let me tell you this. When you start praying, pray what God wants prayed. 
When you start praying, stop praying, I want this, I want that, I want this to happen. Keep trying to force the issues. Pray what the Holy Spirit puts on your heart. So he put on my heart this verse, the blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich. Because 800 million in the bank doesn't mean anything. Truly rich means having God. Truly rich means being filled, being a body filled with life. Truly rich, rich means being going, going to people and saying a word, a word fitly spoken in due season. What's it like? Apples of gold in a setting of silver. Words can curse you. You, you have to deal with negative words. They, they can really, even in the ancient times, they knew that words curse or words bless. There's power. There's power in your words. We do learn a lot in this church because we have teachers and mothers and fathers who have been anointed and who have been equipped by people who have taught them. We have seen things. So when I sat in the kitchen the other day and I was reading about Exodus, I was thinking about his goodness. And all of a sudden, the whole atmosphere changed next door, in my next door neighbor's garden. And I felt God's presence. And I said, uh, why don't you just hop over the fence? He said, why don't you? I was like, we don't talk, our neighbors and I. I don't know. I mean, she plays the harp. I hear her playing the harp, and she may hear me play the piano. No, she doesn't, because I use the headphones. But um, the Lord, you know, he talks to me the way he talks to me, okay? So his presence was really, really strong. His goodness was really strong. But it was like next door. I could see it. I could feel it. What's he saying? Why did Rod open the window? Because we're bursting to get it out there. But the battle that we've had to put CDs together and get the music out there is because God's got perfect timing. I know the thoughts. I know the plans I have for you. Plans for good, not for evil. Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the message is really good. The message is really good. I had it written down somewhere in my notes. But you see, I am more interested in making my voice and your voice be known in heaven. I'm not interested in us being known as the whatever church in London. I want when you open your mouth, heaven listens. I want when you open your mouth and you sing and you worship, you write a song, a poem, you do something, whatever it is, heaven says, oh, that's great. I want us to be so aligned that the blessing of the Lord makes us truly rich. But you know what? We're all striving. We strive to make it happen. We strive to make everybody uppy and perky and whatever. Flesh is too much flesh. So I'm just going to ask you, and I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. Um, we're going to receive communion. And I felt like we had a lot this morning. But we're going to receive communion. And I want you to start preparing your heart. Because, you know, things are changing. I watched the uh, chaplain of the Senate speak did you hear any of you hear his message on youtube or vimeo whatever it was facebook i don't know all that stuff and he shared good morning family good morning my father's children i thought wow that was lovely isn't that good good morning my father's children 
That makes it family. I remember the first time I ever talked about family, it was like something hitting the brick wall. Why don't you go ahead and hand the communion out? Father, we thank you. Father, we lift up the bread and we thank you that we do this as a symbol. We do it in remembrance to celebrate you, Jesus, and to celebrate that we have Bibles. We have the word we can read. We just lift up. Let's take the bread together in Jesus' name. Thank you. And let's take the cup and thank God that by the blood of Jesus, we're cleansed, we're healed, we're washed, we're delivered. We're made new. We thank you, Jesus, for the price you paid. Thank you, Father, that out of us is coming mighty songs of thanksgiving, voices who make merry. We thank you for multiplying us according to Jeremiah 30, verse 19. I thank you for the multiplication that's coming. I thank you that the voice of happiness and singing and blessing is coming all over the United Kingdom. We bless the United Kingdom to fulfill its purpose as it exits from Brexit. We bless the United States of America. Come on, just stir yourselves and begin to pray if you want to stand up. We thank you and praise you, Father. We thank you for the United States of America and the bridge that's being built. We thank you and praise you for the multiplication, the blessing, the extraordinary blessing. Father, we bless those, especially those who persecute us, Father. We thank you, Father. It's not easy. It's not easy to bless those who persecute you, but you must bless. It's easy to bless those who bless us. But, Father, we thank you for your gifts and your call, that they're irrevocable, that you will never withdraw your call from each one of us. We thank you, Father. You do not change your mind. We praise you and we thank you in the name of Jesus. You haven't changed your mind about us. We command the doors to open in Jesus' name, like the Jabez prayer, Father. We weren't called and birthed into this nation to be a sorrow, but to be a blessing. We ask your hand to be upon us for good, Father, to enlarge the place of our territory. Enlarge it. Enlarge it. Enlarge the place of our territory and bless us, Father. But let your hand remain upon us. Let you be more important than anything, anything we do. So we just say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, in Jesus' name. So I pray that there's a stirring on the inside of you. I said to the prayer students the other night, you know, Jeremiah 31, 9 talks about prayers being poured forth for the future. Your prayer life is being poured forth for your future, and your future is as good as your prayer life. So you might want to just stand up and get a bit radical. You might want to just pour out your prayers a bit more. You might want to engage a bit more with the Holy Spirit. We come to 
to church to meet with God. And the, we, we don't need a hundred scriptures, but it's good when we do. But the blessing of the Lord makes you rich makes you very rich and there isn't any toiling with it so think about the areas you're striving to make something happen spend that time in prayer blessing of the Lord makes rich the blessing of the Lord makes rich we thank you Father we thank you Father our role is to bless others and to be a blessing so we thank you in the name of Jesus Father for our transformed thinking that's changing our lives we thank you that we're ready to reach out and go to Europe we're ready to go to Poland we're ready to go to America we praise you come on press in some of you just press in you think oh it's just going to happen no it isn't going to happen It's a bit of a fight, actually, for your destiny. Sometimes you have to just fight for it in the spirit. Uh, And God gives you a blessing to empower you. God's empowerment has established the whole universe. God spoke and said, light be in the beginning. And he hasn't changed. I feel like we just need to press through something right now. Just press through. Just press through. That's my job. That's my gift, to press through. To see the goodness of the God in the land of the living. We want to see it. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for extraordinary goodness. Thank you, Father. Extraordinary confidence in God. We thank you, Father, that we're going to learn. We're going to learn. We're going to learn. We're going to learn who you want us to be. Much more. stir yourself, stir yourself say I want to be a blessing I want to bless my neighbors I want to bless my church I want to be a blessing (coughs) a real blessing shake off you shake off the striving shake it off I'm going to be a blessing I'm going to be a blessing to my family to this family, to this earth I am going to be a blessing extraordinary blessing we thank you father we're your covenant people we thank you father we stand firm father remarkable gifted wonderful people that you brought to surround us as we lead sometimes from the rear father we thank you and praise you we give you all the praise we thank you that we touch heaven when we speak when we pray when we worship we thank you we thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you father what you want is what counts and we receive the mantles we receive the strength we speak strength to Theresa May. We speak speak incredible strength to Donald Trump. Extraordinary strength to lead this world back into places of righteousness. Give him wisdom beyond his years in the name of Jesus. Wisdom. Wisdom beyond his years. Understanding. 
It's like the Holy Spirit is here with us. He wants to be stronger with us. But we have to pray and we have to ask. We have to bless those who, who don't bless us. Never mind, just bless them. Bless them. And I pray that you begin to look at your life in the light of eternity. One time I was struggling in something. I'm going to read this scripture to you if you want to be seated for a minute. I, I'm not quite done, but we're kind of done, but not quite, if you know what I mean. First Corinthians. <clears throat> I know you know this scripture. Let me just find it in my Bible. You know, and many times I think we look at life and we get very wound up. I know I do about the silliest things. What is there of this earth that can make you stronger? What, a bigger house? A bigger car? More money in the bank? No, being a blessing and not striving about it. 2 Corinthians 4.17 For our light, momentary, Affliction. This slight distress of the passing hour. There's some stuff in my life that just needs to pass. Huh? It's just a passing hour. Is ever more and more abundantly preparing and producing and achieving for us an everlasting weight of glory. It's good. David said, it's good that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statues. I love that verse. It's okay. Because in the light of eternity, God has a plan for me that is so glorious and so awesome. This light momentary affliction is passing. It's passing beyond all measure excessively surpassing all comparisons and all calculations, a vast and transcendent glory, a blessedness never to cease. You're getting it, aren't you? Never. Blessed never to cease. Since we consider and look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, for the things that are visible are temporal. This is temporal. Totally temporal. Brief and fleeting. But the things that are invisible are deathless and everlasting. You know, when I stepped out of my body and I went up to heaven, I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't cope with the goodness. So much that after standing next to the Lord and looking at the heavenly host, I thought, my God, I got to go somewhere. Just let me go somewhere where I can process all of this. Just let me go as far from your presence as I can. Let me go away. It's too much goodness. You know, your goodness is like this much. God's goodness is huge. It is huge. And the next moment I was in hell. And I put my hand up and I couldn't even see my hand. It was so dark. And I screamed because I can't go into it all. We'll take us a whole nother teaching about it all in time. We're just finishing anyway. But the 
people walking around that we look at that don't love God. And we can't look at everybody like they're the enemy. We just don't know where they're at unless we have the Holy Spirit helping us. And many times we're kissy-kissy with people. We really shouldn't be because they're under the wrong spirit. Huh? But anyway, the darkness is very dark and the light is very light. And God created light in the beginning. He was creative in Genesis 1. That's the first thing. He, he created light by speaking. So your prayers are very, very important. They're not hitting the roof. They're not being answered. Maybe they're being delayed, but for a very good reason, because God's got perfect timing. But keep praying, keep worshiping, keep doing what you're doing. We are called as a body of believers, as an army, if you like, in the center of London, to worship and to worship from our hearts. So we're going to worship now. And we're going to know that in heaven, the goodness is so great. Maybe you just have thought the blessing of the Lord makes me rich, you know. But think about it for a minute. God wants to actually bless your life. I look in the Bible at Abraham and I look at the people who were blessed. They were blessed. They were nation changers. They made a mark in the earth. You know, they really, really made a difference. They carried the presence. So, just pray. Pray at home. Pray Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Don't just pray Sunday. Pray that God would make your life a blessing and that whatever's in the way, whatever place you're striving. God just said to me, I can't bring more blessing because you're striving. I said, well, how about you and I have a little talk about this? How about this 800 million? How about we get started? You know, because sometimes you get like, uh, I mean, I'm tired. Well, he said, I have been. This whole year we've been working on your mentality. And I have become more and more frugal, believe it or not. I have learned a lot of things in the last year to do with money. And I've never lacked anything, but I've been much better at stewarding it. And maybe you're crying out to God for something, and he's just saying, I'm wanting to talk to you about this. You know, I have a great call on your life, but you're wanting to make it happen. You're striving. You can't strive and you can't hide from God. Huh? Has to be done with prayer. And you can't put yourself up. Because anything we have that's really good is from God. Okay. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 